It's time for a Swedish Fika with some Swedish fun facts with your host, Pixel Pia. Welcome back to a Swedish Fika. Today I want to talk about elementary education and compare my experience from Sweden and from the US. And let me tell you, in the US, my experience is from New Jersey, which is important in this case since every state looks a little bit different. I have done some research online and found the most common comparisons between the two school systems. And I will add my own experience to this. So let's start. Elementary schools in Sweden and the US are similar in many ways, but there are also some significant differences. Today, I will compare and contrast the two countries in terms of economy, knowledge goals, teaching methods, grades and curriculum, and try to add the perspective from teachers and students. Let's start by taking a look at economy. In terms of economy, Sweden has a higher GDP per capita than the US, which means that its citizens generally have a higher standard of living. This is reflected in the education system, as Swedish schools are generally well-funded and well-equipped. In contrast, the US has a more uneven distribution of wealth, with some schools being well-funded and others being underfunded. This can lead to significant differences in students' resources available to different schools. And one area where you see a main difference between the two countries is that in Sweden, all the school materials including textbooks, writing materials, and things like glue, scissors, and everything else you can need, are free for all students. The schools buys the material, and the parents don't have to contribute. Swedish students also get free school lunches, of often regular meals, like a home-cooked dinner. I know that here in the US, many teachers buy materials for their own money because there is such a lack of materials in the US schools. Now let's take a look at the knowledge goals. These are similar in many ways between Sweden and the US. Both countries strongly emphasize basic skills such as reading, writing and mathematics. There are also some differences in how these skills are taught and emphasized. In Sweden, there is a greater emphasis is placed on problem solving and critical thinking, while in the US, there is often more of a focus on memorization and standardized testing. In Sweden... Each school breaks down the national curriculum and goals into a local plan 
and chooses the method they prefer to use to reach these goals. On a local level in Sweden, we are also capable of deciding what textbooks and what other materials we are going to use. We are using standardized tests, but only in grade 3, 6 and 9, and only in Swedish language and math. So let's talk a little bit about teaching methods. The teaching methods used in elementary schools in Sweden and the US are also somewhat different. In Sweden, teachers tend to use a more student-centered approach, focusing on group work and cooperative learning. In contrast, teachers in the US often use a more traditional lecture-based approach. This difference in teaching methods is often attributed to the different educational philosophies in the two countries. And my experience is that Swedish teachers have much more autonomy to choose methods and materials. We don't have to supply detailed lesson plans and can be more flexible in our teaching. If something we teach seems to catch the student's interest or needs some more time to perfect, we can keep spending time on that particular content. In the US, the focus is much more on measurable facts and results and much more of learning for the test. So let's talk about grades. The grading systems in elementary schools in Sweden and the US are also somewhat different. In Sweden, grades are generally used later in the elementary school. Instead, students receive more qualitative feedback on their work, such as written comments from teachers. In the US, grades are typically used from an early age, with students receiving grades for almost all of their work. When I worked in Sweden, we started to use individual educational plan for each child. These were often followed up by parent-teacher conferences where we discussed the goals for the student. Grades are given for the first time in Sweden in grade 6. Before that, we just write these statements. So let's take a look at the curriculum. In Sweden, the curriculum is generally more flexible and less prescriptive, allowing teachers to tailor their instruction to the needs and interests of their students. In the US, the curriculum is often more standardized and dictated by state or federal guidelines. The Swedish curriculum places a strong emphasis on social studies, while the American curriculum places a stronger emphasis on math and science. Physical education is generally a more important part of the Swedish elementary school curriculum than in the US, and Swedish elementary schools generally have more advanced technology and use it more frequently in the classroom than American elementary schools. Overall, The Swedish educational system places a stronger emphasis 
on holistic child development. And this is why the local plans are so important in Sweden. The national curriculum includes physical education, music, craft, arts, technology and woodworking as equally important as math, language and science. So let's look at the organization of the school year and the school day. Swedish elementary schools typically have shorter school days and a longer summer break than American elementary schools. Class sizes in Sweden are usually smaller than in America and Swedish students generally have less homework than American students. Swedish Elementary schools generally have later start times and earlier end times than American schools. And Sweden has a strong focus on bullying prevention in elementary school. A typical school day in Sweden usually starts at 8 o'clock. Our schools are in general smaller and most students live in walking distance from their school. This means we have no yellow school buses and very few parents drive their kids to school. Kids walk. So eight o'clock start time is very common. And usually the school day ends around 2.30 or 3. During a school day in Sweden, we usually have three breaks. One 20-minute break in the early morning around 10 o'clock, we have the lunch break midday, which usually is about 45 minutes, and another 20-minute break in the afternoon. During these breaks, the students go outside unless the weather is really, really bad. And we have a rolling schedule where some of the teachers are outside and supervise the students. Another difference between the two countries is that in Sweden, special education services are integrated into the mainstream classroom, while in the US, special education services are often provided in separate classrooms or schools. And this is a big difference. We have special education teachers that often works within the classroom in cooperation with the regular classroom teacher. One other important difference that I forgot to mention is that in the younger years up to grade six, in Sweden as a teacher, you usually follow one class for three years. You have the same class, for example, in grade one, two, three, or in grade four, five, six. This makes it easier to follow up when it comes to special education or other special needs for individual students because you really get to know them. So in Sweden, elementary schools are funded by the government and it is very little difference depending on where you live. It all is state money. While in the US, school funding is often a combination of local, state and federal funds. So it's more, it's a great bigger difference depending on where in the country 
you live. Now let's talk a little bit about being a teacher from a teacher's perspective. In Sweden, the primary school system is based on a holistic approach to education that emphasizes children's overall de- development. Swedish schools strongly emphasize play-based learning and aim to create a positive nurturing environment for children. Teachers in Sweden are expected to be flexible and adaptable, and they often collaborate closely with other professionals such as social workers and psychologists. This was what I found online, and I must say it's a little misleading to say that we have a play-based learning. We have a more a greater variation of learning methods. It's a more experimental in the Swedish school system and less book studying than it is over here. So let's take a look what internet said about the United States. In the United States, the education system is more centralized and standardized, with a greater emphasis on academic achievements. American elementary schools often have a more structured and hierarchical approach to teaching, with a greater emphasis on testing and accountability. Teachers in the United States may have more rigid schedules and be required to follow a set curriculum. I feel that the biggest difference for me as a teacher is just this, that you ha- over here in the US, you have to hand in your lesson plan and they usually have to include exactly what you are studying, what pages in a book, what book you are using or what video you are watching and you are expected to do exactly that. If something happens and you deviate from that plan, you will never catch up. While in Sweden you have can stop what you're doing if something comes up. Something happens in the world and you have to discuss it in the class or address it in any way. You have that possibility. And let's look at it from a pure student perspective. As a student, in Sweden, the class size are typically smaller. You usually have a higher teacher-student ratio. So there are fewer students per teacher. So as a student, you have access to a teacher in a higher degree in Sweden than you have in the US. I also talked about the shorter school day and the lesser amount of homework. In Sweden, the curriculum includes subjects that normally not are included the same way here in the U.S., which means that in the U.S. there is more focus on after-school activity like band or sports or theater groups or something like that, while in Sweden we have all this as a natural part of the school day. This also means that in Sweden 
students have a greater impact on how they prefer to or how they best learn. There is room for many different learning styles within the Swedish system. Another small but somewhat important difference is that in Sweden, my students call me by my first name. That was one of the things that was rather hard for me to get used to when I first moved here, that I was called Mrs. T instead of my first name, which creates, in my way of thinking, a distance or a barrier between me and my student, especially in the lower grades. So to sum this up, I would say that the biggest difference between the two school systems is the view we have on how to teach, both in the US and in Sweden, all interested parts, politicians, administrators, teachers, parents, and students, all want the best. But the way to reach that best is very different in the two school systems. And I believe since I have gotten my teacher's education, both in Sweden and later on here in the US where I went back to college to get my American teacher's degree, I believe that a lot of these differences start with the teacher education, which is very, very different between the two countries. And of course, it's very hard to say what came first, the egg or the hen. In the same way, it's hard to say what has the most impact, the teacher's education or the educational system. They both influence each other. But I would love to do another episode in this series where I talk specifically about teachers' education in Sweden and in the US. And if that is something that would interest you, I would love for you to leave a review of my podcast, go to my website at swedishfika.com and leave a comment on this episode's show notes. Until next time, as we say in Sweden, hey the one. You can keep up with everything from a Swedish fika on a swedishfika.com or on Facebook as a Swedish fika. And you can reach Pixelpia at pixelpia at a swedishfika.com.